Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, May the 13th, 2019. It is currently 12.32 a.m. Central Time. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, wait, why was he recording a podcast at 12.32 a.m.? Doesn't he know that's when you're supposed to sleep? I, I get all of that, but no, I'm not asleep. And I have spent the last few hours really kind of doing a lot of work that needs to be done, but it's kind of frustrating work. It's kind of irritating work. You see, I've been sitting here over the past few hours trying to figure out what to do with a lot of our internet outreach here at Victory Baptist Church. We have, a v we have the VBC 66 app. It's available for Apple and Android. However, there's some Android users who are having problems using the VBC 66 app. Well, that's frustrating because we've got to get that fixed because a lot of money is going to keep that working. And I don't want to get rid of the app because I think it's a great idea and it gives me the ability to do a lot more than I can uh, on other platforms. I have a lot of freedom here right now and I, and I want to continue to use it because I think we're, we're trying some very interesting things. So we've got to get that fixed. At the same time, we're trying to ensure that our, our preaching and teaching and these devotionals and, ever, and all the other recordings I do, we're trying to um, get that, those uh, recordings and things. Uh, we, we, well, we've, we've designed a number of different podcasts so that we have different um, RSS feeds to bring all of that different content onto the VBC 66 app. For example, the Socratic Circle podcast. Why a separate podcast where I can talk about things that relate more to philosophy. A hermeneutics podcast. Why? Where I can deal with things that relate more to hermeneutics. We have the Philological Musings podcast, which is really kind of a, just a general one because we basically what we really do is we kind of use that for our sermons so that we can pull those sermons to the VBC 66 app. That's on the SoundCloud page. Now, the, the SoundCloud page is extremely frustrating because, well, SoundCloud's really kind of designed for music. It's not really designed for preaching, theology, Bible studies, devotionals. In spite of that, we've had, I don't know, I think we're like you know, 21, 22,000 streams and downloads now. But, but could, we, could we do better if we moved that to a different podcast platform? Now, if I do that, then I risk possibly losing the audience on SoundCloud, but SoundCloud is not the easiest for people to use, right? Now, of course, you want people to be using the VBC 66 app, but if for some reason that's not working, you want to give them another uh, option. So what can we use? So we've got, we basically got all kinds of podcasts all over the different, all, all kinds of places. In fact, today I created even another one called Theology Central, um, and that's on the Podbean platform. And the reason I did that is because, well, we had some Android users who were having some difficult, you know, time using the VBC 66 app. So I'm like, well, they can download the Podbean app. Maybe that will that will that will work. Now they won't be getting everything that we're posting on the VBC 66 app because we're doing the four times it's you know four sermons a day from different sources. You can't I can't do that on the Podbean. I can't do that because. I can't do that on the Podbean um, platform because the Podbean platform is our podcast platform. You can't, you know, publish other people's podcasts. The reason I can do it on the app is because I'm doing it in a blog section where I'm just posting basically the URL, the link 
uh, to the uh, outside or external audio. Okay, I, you know, so I think I'm doing okay with doing that. So you're just sitting there going, well, wait, we've got, we've got so many different platforms trying so many different things. I feel like I'm drowning. Like I can't, I just need to organize it. So I've just been sitting here all night going, okay, what can I do? What can I, what, what are my options here? Do I even have, do I even have the ability to come up with an option? So I, I, I've got to figure out a way to pull this off and, uh, I'm going to continue to work on it, and I'm, I'm going to continue to do my best uh, to try to figure this out. But the bottom line is, I was sitting here working all of the, on all of this for hours, and then I just kind of stopped and said, Man, you know, wow, you know, it's kind of frustrating. I, I, I missed uh, the beginning of the quiet hours on family radio, which begins at 11 p.m. Central Time here in um, West Texas. And so I already missed that. And, you know, now it's, you know, you know, 12.30 a.m. So, okay, um, that's irritating because I, I, I kind of love listening to that as kind of my turning my mind back to the to things of God as I get ready to go to bed. I miss the beginning of what's called The Quiet on Redeemer Broadcasting. Both of these radio stations are available on the VBC 66 app. So then I was like, oh, okay. Even though it's been frustrating, even though things have been irritating, I know this. I have to maintain my discipline for spending time in God's Word. I try to do a morning devotional, an afternoon devotional, an evening devotional, and a late night. I miss the late night. So you know what? Instead of just using as an excuse that I'm frustrated, I still need to spend time with God's Word because it's, it's, it's the Word of God. It, we need it. We must have it. We we need it to survive. We need it. We need it for every. We need it for every reason. I, I could give you a hundred reasons, but we need it as Christians. All right, we need it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to have my devotional time, and I'll just pick up the iPad and share my devotional time with anyone who may hear this. I don't know. I may post this um, in a few minutes somewhere on the internet, and someone may hear it early this morning. And if you do. Thank you for listening. Some of you may hear it in the morning when you wake up getting ready to go to work. I don't know when you're going to hear it, but whenever you do, thank you for listening. But I do know this, that because I'm getting ready to open God's word, I know it's going to be relevant to you no matter what time you hear this, because it is the word of God. It is our food. It is our foundation. It should be our treasure. It should be our joy. It should be the thing that we desire so very much. And it's what the world so desperately needs. They need to hear the words of God. They need to hear the words of God. And you as a Christian, it's your job to take those words to them, but you must be feeding upon them for yourself. All right. Kind of a lengthy introduction, but I'm just, I'm just sharing with you. I'm just being open and honest with you. So in the midst of a little bit of frustration, I thought, you know what? Let's spend some time in God's Word. So let's do just that. The scripture I want us to look at for this morning, whenever it may be for you, is Psalm 106, starting in verse 21. Psalm 106, starting in verse 21. This is what we read here. Psalm 106, verse 21, I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. And I read, and I'm going to read it as it's written in this King James. Um, I think the King James Version and the uh, 
in the Blue Letter Bible app, they it, they translate this. No, they do it the same way. Okay, I just want to make sure that I, that I didn't have some difference here. All right, Psalm 106, verse 21. This is the way it reads. They forgot God their Savior. They forgot. It's spelled F-O-R-G-A-T. They forgot. I think we know what they're referring to. They forgot God their Savior. All right, the psalmist here in Psalm 106, verse 21, says they, now we got to identify who the they is, but whoever they are, they forgot God their Savior. Now, the next phrase may give us a clue who the they are. They forgot, they forgot, they forgot God their Savior, who, which had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and terrible things by the Red Sea. Let's stop right there. I think now we know who this is referencing. Israel. Israel had forgotten God, their Savior. Now, he is their Savior in this, in the, in the historical setting that this is referencing, because he had delivered them from physical bondage, from physical slavery. He delivered them from that bondage. He delivered them from that slavery. And he did not do it in some, you know, small way that could not be recognized. He delivered them in a powerful, miraculous ways with all the plagues, with the parting of the Red Sea, the killing, uh, the, the killing of the firstborn, all the things that occurred. This was a powerful display of God's power, of God's might, of God's judgment, drowning the Egyptians in the Red Sea, all the things that take place in that Exodus story. We all know it. They, we know it. We read about it. We hear sermons about it. We, you know, we do devotionals about it. They lived it. They saw it. They experienced it. We, we, we sometimes sit here and go, if only I could have witnessed that. My faith would be stronger. I would not have so many doubts. I would not have so many struggles. Well, for the people who actually witnessed it, for the people who actually experienced it, we read here in Psalm 106, verse 21, these very troubling words, they forgot God, their Savior. They forgot him. Now, as I'm, I'm sitting here this morning, that bothers me. And it, and, it, and, it, and it also just raises a lot of questions. Okay, they forgot God, their Savior. I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree. It's not like they just completely forgot who God, God was and who God is. They didn't just go, wait. In other words, you wouldn't have met them the next day. Hey, do you know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Yes, we know who the God of Abraham, Isaac. They, they would have known him. So this forgetting of God has to be something a little different than like, oh, I forgot to go to the store. Or, oh, I, I for, ooh, wait, I, I forgot who you are again. Who are you again? I, I, don't, I don't remember you. Oh, uh, we knew each other in third grade. Well, I'm sorry, I, I completely have forgotten you. It's not, I don't think it's that. It's a different kind of forgetting. It's, it's, it's something more subtle. That's something I think you and I can relate to, 
right? Because if someone asks us about God, you may be able to sit there and go, you know, yes, I believe in the God of the Bible, one God coexisting, three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can give a perfect definition of the Trinity. You can speak of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension to the right hand of the Father from whence he will come to judge the living and the dead. You can sound like you're quoting the Apostles' Creed. You, you in that sense, would not have forgotten God, but I have to ask you, have you, though, forgotten God, your Savior? What, what exactly does this idea of him forgetting God, what can we possibly get from it? Well, I, did, uh, I just pulled up here the Blue Letter Bible and went to the Hebrew um, interlinear, and I, f I found a couple of things here. Let me pull up the, the actual tool here. They forgot, they forgot. Um, I have the Hebrew uh, word here. The transliteration of the Hebrew word is S-H-A-K-A-C-H, S-H-A-K-A-C-H, all right? Um, S-H-A-K-A-C-H, I don't want to mispronounce the Hebrew here. I'd have to work on it for a second to make sure I got it right, but I'm not going to do that at 12. 40 in the morning, okay? <laughs> That'll be bad because it'll be recorded and be on the internet, all right? Um, we know this much. It's used in the King James 102 times, this Hebrew word. It's translated the following way, 61 times forget, 40, 40 times forgotten, and one time at all. That's interesting. So forget, forgotten, all right? We're getting kind of the idea. How is it used? To forget... Ignore, wither, to forget, to cease to care, to cease to care. I think the forgetting here is not like, oh, I can't remember. The forgetting here is forgetting God in this way. You begin to ignore him. You begin to cease to care. He's no longer at the forefront of your thinking. He's no longer at the forefront of your desires. He becomes secondary. It's You know it's there, but you just kind of forget about it. It no longer matters to you. It's just, yeah, it was great, but I, I've kind of moved on. It's like a, a child getting a a toy, something, or a wonderful gift, and they love it, and they like it, and then they just kind of begin to ignore it. They kind of forget about it. They kind of ignore, they just kind of move on. If you ask them about it, yeah, I, kinda, I, I think I remember that toy, but they have forgotten it in the sense that it no longer matters. It's no longer a priority. It's no longer a concern. It's no longer an issue. There are many Christians this morning tomorrow, yesterday, whatever day, whatever time anyone may hear this, that if we're honest with ourselves, we kind of, we kind of forgotten God. We've kind of forgotten him. Have you forgotten God? I know you're going to argue, no, I haven't, but, but I want you to really think what that means. We've all, there's all times that we forget him. There, look, I, I think in one sense, every time we, 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 are, we, we be, when, we, when we're confronted with a temptation, when we're confronted with certain sin, we forget God at that moment. I think it was um, Bonhoeffer, um, a Lutheran theologian, who said at the point of temptation, at the moment of temptation, we all are atheists. At the moment of temptation, we forget God. 
We, we, God doesn't exist at that moment. All that exists is, oh, here's this thing to tempt me. Should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? And then usually we just forget God. I, th- I think there's a little bit of truth to that. Now I have to find his actual quote to make sure I get it uh, completely right. But the concept is there, there's some truth to that concept. We forget God at the point of temptation. We forget God sometimes in the midst of trials and difficulties. And you know what? We forget God when life is good too. We, just, oh, we forget God in the routine of daily life. I think that's important. Let's continue on in Psalm 106, verse 21. They forgot God, again, from the King James. They, or they forgot God. They're, it's forgot is the way it's written. But they forgot God, their Savior, which has done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and terrible things by the Red Sea. Therefore, he said that he would destroy them had not Moses, his chosen, stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath, lest he should destroy them. Moses stands in the breach. Moses stands in between God and the people. He's there, in a sense, kind of like a mediator. Now, the good thing is we have someone who's far better than Moses. We have Christ Jesus. And you know what? We are guilty of forgetting God. We are guilty of sinning against God. We are sinner, sinners by nature. We are sinners in action. We sin by what we do. We sin by what we fail to do. We sin. But are we not glad that Jesus Christ stands in the breach as the perfect mediator? The only mediator now between God and man is Christ Jesus. He stands in the breach or God would destroy us. And he stands in the breach and he takes upon himself God's wrath poured out upon him and upon our sin because our sins were imputed to him. God pours out his wrath upon our sin that is, a, that is imputed, that is a credit to his account. Get our sins are therefore paid for. God's wrath is satisfied. And then God, the righteousness of Christ is imputed to my account. So when, Christ, when, when God looks to me, he sees the Payment of uh, my sin being fulfilled on his son through his blood, and he sees the perfect righteousness of Christ. They had Moses in their breach. We have Christ. We have Christ. It's a good, but do we forget? Do we forget Christ, our Savior? Do we forget God, our Savior? Yeah, now look, this is very important. Um, So Moses stands in the breach. Yea, they despised the pleasant land. They believed not his word, but murmured in their tents and hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord. They were spared. They were delivered. They were spared. They were offered great blessings. And what did they do? They despised the blessings of God. They despised what God had promised them. They despised it. Have you forgotten God, your Savior? And have you find yourself beginning to despise the wonderful things and blessings of God? What else did they do? They believed not his word. 
When are there times that we demonstrate a, lie, a lack of trust and a lack of belief in his word? We, we demonstrate that we truly don't believe it. We're truly not trusting in it. It's just a book, but we're not truly trusting and believing in it. And then back. But they murmured in their tents and hearkened not unto the voice of, of the Lord. How many times do we find ourselves murmuring in our tents, murmuring in our cars, murmuring in our houses, murmuring at our jobs, murmuring against each other, murmuring in our churches, murmuring in our small groups? And we hearkened not, and they hearkened not to the voice of the Lord. Bottom line is they forgot God their Savior. Once they forgot God their Savior, all of these other things just become a part of, I think all of these other things are really symptoms of forgetting God. They forgot God and it led to all of these other things. Now, God did provide them Moses as uh, to, to stand in the breach to, to protect them in a sense. Now, we do know that because of some of the things they did, they faced great consequences and great judgment. Um, we do understand that. But I just wanted to take a few minutes tonight. There's a lot more we could say there. But the bottom line is this. When we forget God, our Savior, you know what it leads to? It leads to all of those things. We no longer hearken to the voice of the Lord. We, we no longer listen to his word. We begin to despise his blessings. We, we just turn our back on God all the way around. We don't listen. We don't, we're not thankful. We don't appreciate. We don't hearken. We begin to despise. And it's just a downward spiritual spiral. And we, just, and we find ourselves in a downward spiral, spiritually speaking. We're just going down and down and down. It starts with forgetting, ignoring God, not caring. God is not at the center. So I'll stop right there. Uh, there's a lot more there. I, I, I would, you know, I feel like I could expound that for a, a couple of hours and we could really break that down a, a little bit more. But Psalm 106 verses 21 to 25, that is your scripture for this morning devotional thought. And I would just, I just kind of present it to you, place it there, and I pray that you would give it some serious thought and consideration uh, whenever you hear this. You can, you can grab a notebook, do a little bit of better outlining than I did. Um, you could look up some cross-references, um, how Christ is better than Moses. I think you, could, you may want to look to the book of Hebrews for that. You could do a little cross-referencing there. I think you could build a nice little outline there. And, but just after you build your nice little outline, run a little cross-references. Really think about what's being said there. That's a challenging passage of Scripture for me. I know I forget him. I know sometimes I feel, I mean, I, I mean, do I not hearken to his word? Do I not listen? Do I not, you know, do I despise? All those things that they were guilty of. There's ways that we are. But I, I think, I think it really, I think everything, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of all of the thing, everything mentioned there is really a symptom of forgetting God. They forgot God, their savior, and all those other things followed. I think it's true. When, when you don't, when you forget God, you're not going to trust in him. You're not going to believe in him. You're, you're, you're going to lose your trust. You're going to lose your confidence. You're going to lose your faith because you've just forgotten him. And now problems is, life is at the forefront of your mind, not your savior. All right. Thank you for listening to this early morning or early morning. It's almost now 1 a.m. 
um, devotional thought. I hope this proves. I hope there. I hope this. I hope there is someone somewhere that will benefit. Will will find some benefit for me taking the time at this hour of night morning to record this. I hope there. Maybe this is meant for one person out there somewhere somehow. Maybe God will use this and His sovereignty to speak to someone somewhere. I don't know who you are. I pray that God will get this to the person who needs it. And if it's you, praise God. I'm glad that uh, hopefully, hopefully, I, I, I hope it helps. And you can let me know if you happen to be that person by emailing me at newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. All right, thank you. Have a great morning, day, night, whatever time it may be, wherever it is. Have a great one just wherever you go, whatever you do. Don't forget your God and your Savior. Very important. Amen.